Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Kim's Kitchen Table Talk. It is so much going on in the world. I just want to thank the Lord that I am still present on top of the earth. Guys, I, I'm just looking at the news and the weather and just the things that have happened in these last three or four years. It's just unprecedented. It really is. Um, every time I talk to my brothers and my sisters, they say it's the end of the days. That's why we're going through so much strife. But I tell them that's in God's hands. But if you read Revelations, it is. It seems like we're going through all of that stuff. And um, I was just, you know, talking to a group of friends and just knowing what's out there. So um, there's this new drug that I'm not promoting, but I am saying it's very dangerous. It's called Trank. And Trank is a horse like, it puts horses to sleep. It's a tranquilizer for a horse. So, and not only that, I was looking at a special last night on it, and it literally, if the COVID wasn't enough for us, this trank turns people into zombies. Like, the holes that it leaves in their bodies, um, the openings in their skins that won't close in their face. It's really, really bad. So I would just say, like they said in back in the days, don't do drugs, please, guys. Stay off of them as much as you can. Um, rehab is a good thing to do. AA is a good thing to do. You know, it starts out being experimentative, but then it can turn into a life-threatening situation. And then the fentanyl. You know, I have lost a couple of family members to this this fentanyl and you know back in the days when I was a nurse they used it to calm down the people who were you know going to the next stage of life like who weren't going to be on earth anymore they would give them fentanyl to fentanyl to keep them you know just quiet in a mood deep sleep but the way these people are using it to commit suicide um to lace in their marijuana you know, I would say good enough, bad enough that marijuana is legal and damn near every different city, excuse me for cursing, this drug thing really has me pissed off. And and um, not only that they finally made it legal, but now they're going to come mix it with something like fentanyl, which kills people instantly. You know, so now we have the Narcan. Um, the Narcan, thank God that it's available for people over the counter. Um, to keep in your house just in case someone in your family, God forbid, happens to, you know, Narcan brings you back from life, but it doesn't keep you here. Put it that way. It'll bring you back from a drug overdose, but it doesn't keep you here. And guys, I mean, with all the unprecedented things that's happening and with all the, um, you know, stress and just just different ways of living life just like the 10 commandments are definitely definitely not something that people go by nowadays it's like a past tense you know it's a lot of evil and the devil is definitely walking the earth
Um, that's why I'm going to keep steadfast and hold on to the Lord's unchanging hands because they never change. So let me, that was the current events that I had that was bothering me. And I'm going to get into that deeper. Um, but I, I always want to go to my Lord on my knees and give a word of worship and, you know, just how I'm feeling for the day. And like, okay, so back in the days, you know, we used to encourage people who were sick, who were fighting through things and said, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel. I know we have said that once or twice to somebody in our lives. There's light at the end of the tunnel. I'm telling you, I used to tell my friends that all the time. Well, this um, certain passage that I laid in last night and prayed about, um, the end of the tunnel. I am the light of the world, the Lord says. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Thank you, Jesus, for my life every day. You open my eyes. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Father. So that is in John 8 and 12. Ooh, such a pick-me-up. There's an old, it's an old adage, they call it, dating back to the 1800s, where we probably all quoted it. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. Translated means... Hang on. The end of whatever is difficult or you have difficult, you are in its sight and it's going to end. However, there are times when there probably is no positive ending to be had. I don't think that way anymore. I used to think that way, but I don't think that way anymore. And if there is that and there is no light at the end of the tunnel, what then? Make sure you comment and subscribe and put your um, opinion because I would really like to know what you think of that. What if there is no light at the end of the tunnel? What then? Jesus is light and he dwells in us. We are surrounded by his presence no matter where we are. Thank you, Jesus. He is behind us. Thank you, Lord. He is before us. He is to the right of us and he is to the left of us. He's above and beneath us. We are cocooned in his presence and do not want it in darkness. I don't, guys. There's so much darkness going on. I love that feeling just to sit. And, and I do a lot of meditation and it keeps me going. I love meditation. It cleanses your mind and a lot of other things. So... No one or no more walking through dark tunnels with only a spot of hope at the end of the day. No more, guys. We got to keep our hopes up. We got to keep our prayers up. And we got to keep our minds right. And we walk through our tunnels blazing with the light of Jesus. I be feeling like I'm blazing with the light of Jesus. And it's not because you're singing in a choir. It's not because you're going to church. Even though I do admit it feels so wonderful just being in his house. But his house is my house. It's our house. It's everybody's house. But just the blazing light of Jesus is all I need. So let me close that out with, the, with the, a prayer the end of the tunnel. Lord, I acknowledge that you 
are the light of the world. And you live in me. I do not need to fear the darkness or the outcome of anything or anyone. Help me remember that the light of your presence never leaves. Amen. Amen and amen. Yeah, guys, and you know, the light of the Lord's presence never leaves. So that was one that really caught my eye today in my meditation. And then, you know, just thinking about mm, what do, you know, all this other stuff going on. Is it starting over? Because if this is the way the world is starting over, this is horrific. This is horrific. You, I, I'm not going to even say what I really want to say because I can't do that right now. But starting over. Praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. And that is Psalms 106 and 1, the New King James Version. Have you ever wished you could have, like, do-overs? Like, when I was young and we played double dutch and stuff, I'd be like, I want my do-over, you know, I want my do-over. Um, do you ever wish you could have do-overs in life? Could y'all could y'all answer that yes no? Um, leave your comment at the bottom. I'm not gonna tell y'all minds till 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 the end. It would be great to turn back the clock, wouldn't it? Would it really though? Would it really? It would be great to turn back the clock to undo some things that you have done. I guess I I, I leave that in God's hands. Reverse a decision? Would you like to reverse a decision? Mm, yeah, I'm going to be honest. I would like to reverse a couple of decisions. But again, I leave that in God's hands. And I do it differently. There is so much wisdom in looking back. Like if you look back and you see your mistakes, oh gosh, I shouldn't have did that. I, you know, looking back on it, how many times have we had said that? But, but in looking back, sometimes you gain a lot of wisdom from looking back. But don't stay there, guys. Don't stay there. Yes, there are some things we can do over. Like, let's go to the kitchen, Kim Kins. Like, Tweak the recipe, uh, rip the seam on a dress and make it shorter or longer. But most often, the important big decisions can't be changed. How about that, guys? Important big decisions can't be changed. I beg to differ. I beg to differ because my God is a healing God and my God is an awesome God and my God can change anything he wants to. But you know what? They're asking that question. Tell me what you think about it. The important big decisions can't be changed. Like, um, let's see. I would read three off the top of my head, but I'm not going to do that. Except when it comes to the spiritual things. I love doing that. God tells us that... We can start over every morning because his mercies will be there. Whatever went awry the day before, that's whatever went wrong the day before, whatever was crazy the day before, whatever somebody got on your nerves the day before, 
you know, whatever mess we made from poor choices, wow, guys, that one I have to breathe on it. Because whatever messes we made from poor choices, like maybe being too nice to somebody, that's really devilish. Maybe um, doing too much when somebody else is doing too little. Um, maybe your trust button is on all the time when it don't need to be. Um, and my, my thing is um, a, help, a help me Honda type thing. You know, I'm always trying to help. And sometimes them are very poor choices. I, I see that. You know, I, I see that over and over again when I look back. But my God is mighty and my God is omnipotent. So I tend not to look back. I'm moving forward. Whatever mess we made from a poor choice, we can begin the next day with a completely clean slate. Believe that, guys? A completely clean slate. Wow. There does not need to be any carryover of yesterday's mistakes. Unless it's life-threatening, unless it's life-turning, unless it messes with your life. That's how I feel about it. A mistake is something you don't do over and over again. A mistake is something that you did and don't ever want to do it again. Our part in this transition may require repentance of sin or Forgiving someone, perhaps, even ourselves. Lord, whew, I ask you to give me the strength to forgive every single day. Every single day. Um, just forgiving myself and, and forgiving some people. You know, you have to forgive some people to just to make sure it's out of your system. Even though you know you did something very well and you and they could never do it in their lives without you, but they're going to try. So, you know, they'll, they'll, uh, you, you know how they used to say, um, how they're going to copy you. They're going to try to copy you down to the pen, down to the whistle. They're going to copy you, but God broke the mold when he made you. Ever heard that? I so feel that way. You copy all you want to. You can taste, take, um, do whatever you have to do. But at the end of the day, you're not me. I'm not you. And um, I'm, I'm not a copier. And, 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 and I don't like leftovers neither. So I, I'm not a copier and I don't do leftovers and I don't do makeovers. Now let me, that's just like, um, I'm not going to say in relationships, I'm just going to say in life. But I do need my makeover now, child. Y'all going to see me. Don't worry about it. I'm going to be on YouTube doing my stuff because they are waiting and so am I. Okay, let me get back on the subject about the clean slate. There does not need to be any carryover of yesterday's mistakes. Could you do that? Dang, yesterday I, I really felt bad after I said that. But it was the truth. But God, please forgive me. You know, I not know what I do at this point in time. Like, repent and give it to the Lord. Our part in the transition may require repentance of sin, forgiving someone, perhaps even ourselves, bathed 
in his mercies, we can begin each day squeaky clean. And a lot of people use that as a recurrence. Like they're like, oh, Lord is going to forgive me my mercy and keep on being even more sinful than, than they supposed to. And, and just keep repenting. And just, I'm telling you, my aunt Eva would call them backsliders, um, soul searchers. I mean, and I used to wonder. Now, when we were talking about Dow back time, I used to wonder when she said, you know, those are backsliders, those are soul searchers, those are wicked, it's wickedness and stuff like that. I used to always, as a nine, ten-year-old, go, what, what is she talking about? And just to be update to what's going on in this world right now, I understand. Thank you, Auntie, for encouraging me from the clouds because the transition does require a lot of repentance for sins. Bathe in his mercies. We can begin each day squeaky clean. I love my bathing. I love the squeaky clean thing of it. But note what I said earlier. A mistake is something that you don't want to do again. I, I, I live my life close to the Ten Commandments. I try my best not to break near none of them. Right? Because at the end of the day, we have to meet him and answer to him. Not your mother, not your father, not your wife, not your daughter. Uh, you, you have to answer to God. You know, and, and not to say to keep all that on you, but you forgive yourself and you forgive others and let God deal with the rest of it. Amen. So let me, let me, um, let you all go. I'm, I'm a little long-winded tonight. So much stuff going on. Lord, I'm so grateful that your love and mercies never end. You extend them to me brand new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for keeping me. Thank you for watching over my kids, near and far, with and without. And thank you, Lord. <laughs> thank you for every day. And I pray that this world um, comes together in a normal way one day. Well, let me not keep you waiting, guys. I'm going to let you go and have a good night. Stay prayed up. Stay blessed. And thank you for listening to another episode of Kim's Kitchen Table Talk. Have a blessed night. Bye-bye.